to an American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we're talking about Thugs of Hindustan, a historical action-adventure about a small-time con man who gets involved with a band of rebels against British in the Raj. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the third in our blockbuster movie series. Yes, we saw this in theaters. We did. It was very fun. It was. So this is by the same director who did Tashan, which we've already talked about. And he wrote all of the Doom movies and directed the last Doom movie, Doom 3, mm-hmm. which we've also talked about. This movie, I think, is not as good as Tashan. No. But it's head and shoulders ahead of certainly the first two Doom movies. Yeah, uh, it certainly is. It's really fun. Admittedly, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this feels a lot like Pirates of the Caribbean. It's vibe. Yeah, as soon as there's ships involved and then... Yeah, right. And the uh, music. Yeah, and, yeah, the music is very similar. It's very similar. And, and the way Amar Khan, the star of this movie, is playing his character feels yeah. kind of Captain Jack Sparrow-y, but it was so fun. yeah. And it's so funny because all the reviews were, like, so predictable. And we were like, hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of movies are predictable. Yeah. It's a funny comment to make because it's a comment people make when they don't like something. But it's not something that will disqualify them from liking something. Yeah, People exactly. like predictable movies all the time. Like, you can predict a lot of what's going to happen in a movie and still enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Because if they do it well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, so this is really just whether it strikes your fancy or not. It, mm-hmm. it did get mixed reviews. Um, I think this is a movie that also was negatively affected. So I think in some ways this was kind of like John Carter was here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Where it had such a big budget mm-hmm. and so much hype that when people weren't like absolutely blown away, they were like, eh. Right. Oh, for sure. So you've got Amar Khan. He's expensive. And Amitabh Bakchan, also expensive. Katrina Kaif. Katrina Kaif. And in a historical setting, that's very expensive. And the effects looked good. Mm-hmm. And all of that stuff. And so I just think that probably had something to do with it. Uh, although he did, uh, Amir Khan did wind up doing a re-edit of this before it was released in China. And so a shorter version was released in China. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I don't know what he took out or what he streamlined or even how much shorter it was. I just know that he did a re-edit and that's what was released in China. All right. I think that shows a lot of flexibility on his part to be like, look, the audience is here. didn't like it. So mm-hmm. let's make some changes before we release it to a different audience. Because the Chinese really like American. So they'll go see his movies. That is so interesting. Yeah. So it's kind of, the Chinese market would be important for American movies because there's so many of them and they like his movies. So that's yeah. kind of why it was important to do the re-edit before they released it there. I mean, hey, makes sense. Yeah. But I liked the movie just fine as it was. It, you know, there were things that could have been trimmed, obviously, because it's an Indian <laughs> movie. So it was at least half an hour too long. Right. And... It is a movie about a con man, which is always a little tricky to do, I think, just in the number of twists and turns that you decide to fit in as whether somebody will think it was too many or not enough or 
anything like that. It did at times feel like too many when it was like, yeah. no, I'm good. Just kidding. I'm not. No, yeah. guys, I'm really good. There was a lot of backing and forth thing, and I think it could have been reduced a little bit. But yeah. in the end, it all worked fine. Yeah. Just in the middle of it when you're like, wait, how much longer is this movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But really charming. Amir Khan's con man is that kind of perfect, like, likable mm-hmm. con man. Likable trickster. Yeah. And he's good at that. Mm-hmm. And Amantab Bakchan was good as the old, like, very mentor. serious rebel. Yeah. He was, yeah, he's very good at that. And Zephyr was good. So what's funny is... They've been in a movie together before. That's Fatima Sana Sheikh is how I'm going to say that name. Okay. She was in Dongal, where she played Amir Khan's daughter. That's so funny. Yeah. So I feel like it was a bit of a bold choice to cast her as a semi-love interest in this movie opposite him. Obviously, he was supposed to be younger in this movie. Right. But I've been wondering if you've already seen them play father and daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I really have been wondering when um, movies are going to accept how old uh, Shah Rukh Khan and Amr Khan are getting. Yeah. So and think- honestly, Saif Ali Khan's not that far behind. No, no. And when Saif Ali Khan plays a lot less romantic comedy leads. Yeah. Like, romance leads yeah. these days. And I think part of it is as long as they keep casting them opposite the female stars from when they were mm-hmm. younger, it doesn't seem weird. Because even if they're both supposed to be playing 20 years younger than they are, <laughs> yeah, at least okay. you know that they're both age-appropriate. Exactly. Well, and if you're, I mean, they were so big then that you, you're kind of just remembering, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. And... I I tend to have a lot more leeway in the age difference between actors playing romance leads just because I'm like, I get it. These are two big actors. Yeah. They're in the same movie. Yeah, they're 20 years apart. I mean, but I've seen enough old Audrey Hepburn movies to be like, yeah, whatever. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me quite as much unless it's like really visibly like... And a yuck factor, and they yeah. tend to to not do that as much. I think they are. I feel like Shah Rukh Khan's going to be the last to go. I feel like that. he is. Oh, he can't stop with the romantic comedies. But I do think that you'll notice, especially in this upcoming movie, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. But with the upcoming movie, Happy New Year, that we'll be doing next, they change the dynamic. When you look at the older movies, he's always the one that's chasing after the girl. Mm-hmm. In the newer movies, the girl is almost always the one chasing after him. It's so true. And I think that's kind of a way of getting around the yuck in the age factor. I think that's a really good point, actually. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, like, he can't be a creep. They were coming on to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, oh, I don't know, man. And they were like, no, we love you so much. So it's, yeah. We'll talk about that more next time. But yeah. in this movie, they just kind of downplay the romance aspect of it. They're obviously attracted to each other, but nothing ever happens between it. And in mm-hmm. the end, which was obviously a sequel set up, that will never happen. Uh, he's going off with Katrina Kaif, not with 
Yeah, I thought uh, it was really Zafira. interesting that he, like, basically didn't have a real love interest in this movie. Yeah, and I don't think he needed it. No, he didn't. It's just so unusual to see. I know, and if he'd been younger, I really think he would have. Oh, absolutely. But I, I like it, and I actually even wish that they had just committed to that even more. And I get why they didn't. It's not something that audiences are really up for, mm-hmm. usually. But I really liked that. Yeah. I guess to go back a ways, this movie, uh, plot summary-wise, it's about a small-time con man named Ferengi, which means stranger, as or, anyone who's watched foreigner. Star Trek knows. Yes, exactly. Yeah, foreigner, stranger. Yeah. Because um, he wants to be a foreigner. He wants to be European. Yeah. He, um, he wants to go live in England, I feel like he said. Yes. And he is constantly dressing Britishly and speaking some English, which would have been pretty unusual at the time, especially for someone that he's supposed to be. Yeah, because he doesn't work with the East India Company. Exactly. But he's willing to work with them, Mm -hmm. no problem. He's willing to sell people out left and right in order to get money and or a promise of some land in England. Exactly. And the the his con character is often just playing the fool. Mm-hmm. So he and a friend, they go off to find Azad, who's the thorn in the side of the East India Company, because he's the head of a group of rebels, very successful rebels. Mm-hmm. So their goal is to go find out where he is and then sell them out, sell him out to the British. And they thankfully for them immediately fall into the rebel group. Where they learn that Amitabh Bakchan is Azad. And then, of course, he has to decide what where his loyalties lie. Mm-hmm. In case you're wondering where Katrina Kaif comes into this, she is a dancer. It's she a, just does so the item weird. numbers for It's this. against type. <laughs> no. You'd never expect it. She's almost only in it for one dance. Very, very strange. Yeah. But I actually, I'm not making fun of her. Um, I have seen her in an interview. She was like, yeah, I'm going to dance. And if it's, if I'm just in movies to dance, okay, fine. I have sisters to support. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to, yeah. I'm not going to not be able to do that. Cause I was too proud to just be in movies for dancing, which yeah. that's great. And it was obvious that the way it was set up for one thing, there would have been no room for her part no. in this, but it's obvious also from the way they set up any potential sequels that that was the character that was going to return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because in a lot dance. of ways, it's she's really fun. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, she's like Amir Khan's character. Mm-hmm. Like they're both people that are just trying to get by. She's got more honor than he does, but they understand each other. Yeah. And her song is completely about, um, she's doing a performance jet that's only for, Englishmen and no Indians are allowed, and then Amar Khan is dressed up as an Englishman, flawless disguise. And, and then the most English thing of all happens, we're just like Benny Hill at the end of the musical number. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, gosh, that is. Oh, I forget how ridiculous uh, yeah. British stuff is sometimes. <laughs> um, but her entire song is like, what you, you're selling yourself to the British be more Indian, and she's like, what do you want? Like, I tell you I love you when you want me to. Do you want me to have your kids, too? Like, basically, I do the same thing for you. Like, it's all just selling myself. Yeah. But she does care more about India. Yeah, she's she's got more of a moral compass. Yeah. Uh, and there is some big singing and dancing numbers in this. I don't care that much about 
all of the music in this. Like, there's numbers that I don't really care about at all. But the big yeah. final number. There were two that I really liked. So Katrina Kaif's, and then the big final number was really good. Yeah. The big final oh, number she's is definitely in that too. Yeah, and she is in Yeah, that. I forgot. She's not the only one in that, though. Well, yeah, no. The whole gang's there. <laughs> they all are. Yeah. But that one is a really good number, and it works, of course, with the climax of the story where it takes place. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the songs were a little more hit or miss for me. But the dancing was very good. It was great. Except when poor Amitabh Bakchan and mm-hmm. the rebels were all dancing together. You gotta do what your most famous actor can do, and that's the limit on that. that and when he's, like, 80, that's not a lot. <laughs> but they threw their heart into it anyway. Yeah. This is definitely a family movie. Anyone can watch it. Kids of any age can watch it. There's nothing more intense than The, the Lion King. Yeah, I mean, that kid, that kid is tied to a cannon at the beginning, but, you know. You don't see anything, though. No. And honestly, by the time a kid is old enough to watch a movie with subtitles, they could handle that. Well, kids aren't going to care about that anyway. That's more upsetting for me as someone who has a son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is definitely a beginner movie. Anyone could watch it. It's a pretty basic storyline, so there's mm-hmm. nothing really culturally significant about it, you know? So that's all for non-spoilers. We'll do spoilers after the interval. So I think this is a movie where the end, the end was really impressive, I think, with the amount of stunts, Mm -hmm. with the, you know, like in the end when they're shooting the Ravana effigy. Yeah. It's very dramatic. That was a really good use of that. And I think it's something that this director excels at. When you think of Deshaun and Doom 3, these kind of action set pieces, Mm -hmm. he really has an eye and a talent for those. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It was a really pretty movie. And, yeah, just all the sets and the costumes and the natural settings. I mean, he finds great places to to shoot, makes good use of ships. And it's one of those movies where you don't have to, like, apologize for the effects if you're recommending it to a friend. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't have to be like, no, it's a really good movie. I mean, like, yeah, the effects aren't the best, but... (laughs) You don't... It's not Bahubali where you have to say, like, okay, I know all the animals are, like... Right. Crazy CGI, but... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, once you get over it being almost three hours, that's probably the biggest obstacle to most American audiences. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely longer than it needs to be, and I think that's why there... It seems like there's too many backing and forth things. Absolutely. Between, yeah. like, am I on the rebel side or am I not? And you know, I mean, it's Amir Khan. Like, he's never not going to be on the rebel Can side. Can you imagine end. if it ended, he's just, like, on the British ship and he's like, bye. It takes a real dark turn <laughs> partway through. I love Mr. Clive. <laughs> and I think one of the ways that you can tell whether these types of historical movies are going to be, like, good and well-produced and well-thought-out is by how good the British actors are. Yeah. I have seen many a historical movie where the British actor 
I mean, it was just like they found the first middle-aged white guy they could and threw an English uniform <laughs> on him. Like, they're not, like, good actors. Yeah. And it's so easy for us to tell that because we're hearing their performances. Like, we can understand, like, the emotion, the emotional content of, like, what they're saying. Because they're, they're all British, right? So they're all right. doing a stiff upper lip. Yeah. Like, slightly evil. All that stuff. So they're not emoting a lot. But that just means, like, as... An American who understands, like, is fluent in English, you can tell whether they're a good actor really easily. It's amazing how much you can't get the nuances of that stuff if you're not from that country. I mean, even if they're supposed to be speaking um, Hindi, even if they're speaking Hindi in their lines, like, you can still tell more. Yeah. Because you're like, no, that's not how British people act. (laughs) Yeah, and I think there's only so many of these actors that that you can really entice to like come down to India and play an evil guy. And like, you don't know how to speak Hindi. So maybe you have to like learn how to speak those lines and all of those things. I think it makes it difficult to get those actors down there, but that's what sets movies like this one and look on and Mm -hmm. those ones apart where they really like went to the trouble of attracting like English actors that were good. Yes. As we would expect from any American project. Oh, yeah, they're both. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even, gosh, you know, even in Doom 3, the the female police officer was terrible. Yeah. I mean, And they honestly, were shooting that in America. I was going to say, though, shooting in America is no guarantee they're not going to be terrible. Look at um, English Finglish. Mm-hmm. A lot of those people were straight up weirdos. <laughs> That is true. The the important ones were good, but then some of them you're like, you just found this person on the some street. Some of them were you? like, were you guys at a summer <laughs> camp together and you were doing this skit and you were like, I love this character. I want to put it in a movie. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. And it's funny. I wonder like how many foreign actors in Bollywood, or sorry, in Hollywood movies seem the same way to people that are fluent in those languages. It, like, I don't know if does that's... make you wonder. Right, because I'm like, Hollywood movies have a lot of money, so I don't know if they can get, and a lot of, you know, cachet. Yeah. But I don't know if they can, like, find better actors, or if it's the same thing and we just don't notice. Because, I mean, it's the same thing with Korean and, like, Japanese and stuff. Like, if you see someone with a bunch of white people in, like, a flashback or, like some other scene you're like oh the acting is like i can't even watch it it's so bad it's like if i was in the scene i know right and they all look a little bit weird yeah because they're not people that would probably be cast in american stuff but i thought the guy who played clive was very good he was great at being the smarmiest evil jerk am i thinking of the right guy yeah okay what's the other guy's name the guy, the the Scottish guy, was Powell. Okay, he was also very good. Um, he, he was really good, and yes. he had a more complex part, of course, because he was oh, on yeah, the British yeah. side, that but he Powell. felt sympathetic to mm-hmm. uh, the Indians. So he was kind of doing a little bit more nuanced acting, and he was really good too. Yeah, yeah, he really was, um, and. It's kind of weird that the Scottish guy would not have immediately been more sympathetic, but I guess if anyone's going to be sympathetic at all, it's going to be a Scottish or an Irish person who's yeah. like, yeah, the British really do suck. I guess if you're working for the East India Company, though, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. 
Who knows? But he was good. And he didn't overdo it. He he wasn't immediately like, I'm with the Indians. Yeah. Which is just unrealistic. Yeah, he had to be slowly convinced yeah. through time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought Zephyr's character had a nice arc, too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she didn't seem to just immediately go head over heels in no. love for Ferengi, where she just lost all sense of reason. No, and she also wasn't too, I hate you, don't talk to me, I don't trust you. Like, she had real reasons and right. real concerns. She was being prudent. Yeah. Is the word. <laughs> yeah. And actually, the person that seemed more blinded by his love of Bakchan? Yeah, was Azad. He's like, no, this guy's great. I love him. <laughs> I know. I love please, this little guy. Please take care of my, like, ward for me protect her always even though i have no real reason to trust you and it turns out i shouldn't have well maybe that's just his big power is that he's good at extracting promises like (laughs) lifelong promises from people that don't really want to do that and promises that they're actually will follow through on yeah because man he got him like he got him by the heart and he got him good yeah oh (laughs) So, it was just a movie. I mean, it's definitely just a popcorn movie. There's no real depth to it. There's nothing, you know. Yeah, no. You're not going to learn any big life lessons, but there are at least two great songs. Yeah. Some great dancing, and I really And some like fun it. action pieces. I, yeah, I, I don't know if I've... I think I've seen it at least three times. Yeah, and I, I still love, like I said, the end, the big end action scene. Mm-hmm. And then... Also, the um, one where Ferengi betrays them to the British in the barn or warehouse. Yeah. I guess the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, have barns That's a good there. one. <laughs> a giant <laughs> barn. Yeah. Uh, in the warehouse. Yeah. That one was also a really good one. So, next up, as we mentioned, it's Happy New Year, mm-hmm. starring Shah Rukh Khan, Topeka, Jackie Shroff, and Abhishek Bakchan. Yep. And Sonu Sood. Who we know from other movies we've watched on this podcast. Know him and love him. Yeah. Uh, Playing for once, not a villain. I know, not a villain. A really sweet part. Yeah. I liked him a lot in this. So, and directed by Farrah Khan, who did Om Chantillon. Mm -hmm. So, the whole package here. This one is not quite as good as Om Chantillon, but it's still super fun and enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, About a diamond heist that takes place at a dance competition. How could that not be a winner? Exactly. That is available on Netflix. And I would also like to say that Hulu is getting Indian movies back again. And so you can now watch Bang Bang on Hulu and Raid on Hulu. Oh, Bang Bang and Raid. With nowhere for people to see them, you can now see them on Hulu. Guys, you should do it. They're both really good. I mean, I'm just going to put in another recommendation for Bang Bang, which is one of the most fun movies of all time. It's so fun. If you like fun, I get it. If you don't like fun, that's fine. If you don't like fun, you shouldn't be watching to this entire series. We'll be back to less fun after this series is over. Then you can join us again. There's no shortage. (laughs) Yeah. So, So we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of an American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com.
To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com. Oh, wow.